Welcome back, everybody, to the uh, Dodgers, Lakers, Patriots, and Rams podcast. We're now onto the part of the. We're now onto the two-part segment of the MLB talk with Anthony Newton and myself. Uh, so now, with that being said, before, uh, before, uh, so now uh, let's first talk about and reflect on the life of Frank Robinson and Don Newcomb, who both passed away. Be proud of the season, and our thoughts and prayers go out to their families. So what do you, what, can you hear me? You, um, you're coming in a little bit awkward. Oh, okay. I was saying that our, that Frank Robinson and Don Newcomb passed away this year and both, and then we, our thoughts and prayers go out to their families and our sincere condolences. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, the game, you know, the game of baseball is definitely, uh, you know, hasn't been the same without him, but, you know, I respect everything that he did, you know, in his time. So, uh, you know, seeing, you know, some of those years go, you know, kind of hard. Yeah, it is kind of hard to lose people like that. With that being said, now that we won't get to that now, so let's talk about our reaction to the Manny Machado signing with the San Diego Padres. So, um, what were your thoughts on Manny Machado going to the San Diego Padres? Was he just there to do it? Do you think he's a Padre just because he's just there for the money and also there for the city of San Diego because he likes he's more of a beach kind of guy? That definitely wouldn't um that that that's definitely what it seems like, and you know from you know all of his uh, interviews and you know watching um these guys from CBS Sports and talking about it, you know it was all about it was all about the money and the scenery, you know because you're you know you're in San Diego I mean beautiful beautiful area, and you know you're making three hundred million dollars so, you know with you know that being said you know. I believe it was all about the money and the scenery. Yeah, I think it was all about the scenery and money and the money on all that for the Manny Machado one. And then another free agent signing that happened today was uh, Marwan Gonzalez is going to the Twins. Do you think he'll bring a presence to the Twins? Yeah, I believe, you know, um, I haven't, you know, like, I haven't been so uh, keen on him in the past. However, I believe he can definitely add a, um, you know, like a like a pretty big role to that Twins roster, and you know, almost ignite at least be uh, that consistency that they need. And then another news is that for the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw is kind of sh- shutting down for a little bit because of his because he's having some arm trouble. So expect Kershaw to be be fine, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely going to need him to be fine. Uh, you know, and not that you know the Dodgers, the Dodgers bullpen. You know, they're going to. I believe they're, you know, they're going to win 100 games regardless. But, you know, not having Kershaw in that rotation can be really bad. But the Dodgers seem to find ways to win games without Kershaw. Like, Walker Bueller steps up. You have Ryu that steps up. Orias and all those sort of things, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I was saying. I was saying, you know, I believe they're going to be a 100 team regardless. However, you know, you like when you're missing a guy, when, you, when you're missing a guy like Kershaw, your team's going to feel it regardless. Yeah, missing Kershaw is not good for the Dodgers. But you know what? I don't expect him to be on the injured list to begin the year. No, no. Yeah, there's a there's a couple of players out there, you know, that I expect to um, return, you know, um, because, you know, it still is the offseason. And, you know, even if you do sit out spring training, you know, it's, 
not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not the end of the world if Gershaw has to sit out the first couple weeks of spring training or, or the whole thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because the thing is, I want him ready for – I want him ready to be – I want Kershaw to be ready to make that opening day start against the Arizona Diamondbacks on March 28th. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, and, you know, I, I know, you know, when he comes back from this injury, he's going to bring himself. You know, you've seen it year in and year, year out. So, you know, it's hard to really doubt that. He's so do you, do you think Clayton Kershaw will be ready for opening day regardless? Yeah, 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 of course. Was that? I said, yes, of course. Oh, okay. Just making sure. So now let's get into our all 30 MLB previews as we continue since we you were with us last week. Let's get to the Milwaukee Brewers. So the biggest offseason moves were is that keeping Mike Moustakas, they added Yasmani Grandal from the Dodgers. And, I mean, I think that was pretty much it. I really think their bullpen's going to be great this year, and I think their rotation will be solid. Cardinals? The Brewers. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, um, a lot, like, I didn't really see them, um, you know, uh, make many moves, but, uh, that Mike Moustakas move was, uh, definitely the, um, biggest move, and, you know, I believe they'll be ready to compete again. You know, some of those guys, like, like, you know, like Yelly, you know, they had, um, you know, they had some big seasons. You know, they definitely uh, did more than uh, we thought they were going to do. You know, pretty much everybody thought they were going to do. So it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, they rebound from um, such a good season. Yeah, absolutely. I think the Brewers are going to be one of the wild card teams in the NL again. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I don't see them, um, you know, miss, I don't see them missing out on a wild card spot. especially. Yeah, since they got a good – bullpen and all that so who i think is going to be the brewers closer is josh Hader. he's going to be the full-time closer for them yeah 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 um there's no reason to speculate otherwise because um you know i mean he pretty much dominated uh last year you know and he kept them you know i mean got a couple saves along the way but i believe um haters i believe Hader's going to be their guy for um you know a couple years you mean you mean you I, I agree. Josh Hader's going to be the cl- everyday closer for the Brewers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now, um, the, I don't think they the Brewers had any dumb offseason moves. I think they 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 hit all the right buttons for them to be a good team. So we don't need to address that. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to tell you my, my breakout player for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers, and that's Orlando Arcia. Yeah, so that's um... – you know, the shortstop, that's actually the guy that I had picked because, um, you know, he's kind of been, you know, he's kind of been inching up there, you know, kind of, you know, creeping towards, you know, being that consistent everyday player. And I believe this year, you know, he's going to have a, he's going to have a breakout year. Absolutely. And now I'll tell you my lineup for the Milwaukee Brewers. So I have Lorenzo Cain leading off, Christian Yelich batting second, Ryan Braun hitting third, uh, and then Mike Moustakas hitting fourth. Then Jesus Aguilar hitting fifth. Travis Shaw hitting sixth. Yasmani Grandal batting seventh. And Orlando Arcia batting eighth. So I had, um, you know, I had pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. But instead of um, Moustakas batting fourth, I had Moose 
eight to four. Oh, okay. I, I could get that. I think that's in your opinion, so I could respect your opinion there. So now that being said, uh, let's go on and talk about the St. Louis Cardinals. Really, their big offseason move was signing Andrew Miller and trading Paul Goldschmidt. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, those like um, that Andrew Miller signing was uh really that Andrew Miller signing was even um I felt like that was even um more. Uh, I'm trying to I'm looking for the word uh you know more vital to their success than um a Goldschmidt signing, although I believe you know Goldschmidt is gonna be you know that guy who hits thirty plus homers. Um, I believe that Andrew Miller signing was uh, really big. I do predict that when it comes to the Cardinals bullpen, I expect Jordan Hicks to be the closer. Yeah, yeah. So that's the same. That's the same guy I have. Um, and you know, with the uh, maybe like a Carlos Martinez um, on opening day. I have Adam Wainwright starting on opening day, and then Carlos Martinez starts day two, and then Michael Walker starts day three, and then uh, Miles Mikolas starts starts day four, and then Jack Flaherty starts day five. And then when Adam Wainwright retires, expect Alex Reyes to slide into the rotation. I see Alex Reyes making the team, but I see him as a uh, reliever. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, he was, you know, he was kind of my sixth or seventh guy. You know, somebody that you can plug in there when, uh, you know, maybe somebody needs an off day or, you know, somebody gets injured. So, uh, you know, that, that'll definitely, that, that's definitely good for them you know, to be able to have that guy that they can, you know, a plug right in there. Absolutely. And uh, now that being said, um, with the Cardinals and all that, I didn't think they had any dumb offseason moves. I think they, they're they going to win the National League Central, in my opinion. Man, with the, um, yeah, with these moves that they had and their uh, bullpen, I believe, I believe they're definitely going to make a strong case. Um, you know, this NL Central is uh, – you know, it's really, it's really tough. And, you know, the team that's going to, like, the team that's the most consistent is going to win this division. But I could see the Cardinals actually winning this NFC. And then I see your, the Cubs and the Brewers being the wild card teams. I definitely like the, um, you know, my Cubbies. Uh, hopefully they can win. Hopefully they can win the um, NL Central. But... You know, there's nothing, there's none of these moves that they made that really tells me that, you know, they, like, they are going to, they are going to, like, really push. However, you know, I mean, they've had the same team almost for the last, you know, two, three years. So, you know, it's hard to count them out. Absolutely. So, that being said, uh, my breakout player on the St. Louis Cardinals is Jack Flaherty and Harrison Bader. So mine are gonna be mine's are gonna be Carlos Martinez and I'm actually gonna go with uh Matt Matt Carpenter. All right, and I'll tell you my lineup for the uh St. Louis Cardinals. So I have uh I have Dexter Fowler leading off, and then I have uh Paul DeYoung hitting second, then Yadier Molina hitting third, Matt Carpenter hitting fourth, Paul Goldschmidt hitting fifth, Marcelo Zuna hitting sixth. And then uh, Harrison Bader hitting seventh, and then Colton Wong hitting eighth. Hey, who'd you have in left field? Marcel Osuna. Okay. 
Yeah, so um, my uh, my lineup is actually my lineup is Matt Carpenter leading off. Um, I have Paul DeYoung in, uh, <clears throat> sorry, at short hitting second. I have Goldschmidt um hitting third at first base. I got Ozuna, and I probably I'll probably switch the that number three and four with Goldschmidt in the cleanup. But um, for right now, I have um, Ozuna hitting fourth at left field. I got Yachty behind the plate hitting fifth. I got Bader um, hitting sixth. I got Dexter Fowler hitting seventh. And then uh, Colton Wong hitting eighth. The reason why I have Yachty hitting third is because I think Yachty's a guy that could deliver clutch hits. And that's why he's perfect for that three hole. Yeah, 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 definitely. I don't um, – I, re- I definitely really like your lineup. Um, you know, this was something, you know, this, like this lineup, though, is something you can play with. You know, as far as you, I really like the fact that you had Dexter Fowler, you know, leading off because, you know, I was actually thinking about that. But I thought, you know, if Dexter Fowler didn't lead off, he would hit in that sixth or that seventh spot. That's why I think Fowler will lead off. So that now that being said, let's talk about the Chicago Cubs now. So. Obviously, they, they're going to be without Addison Russell still until May 3rd. And I see Addison Russell being the short, the starting shortstop when he returns. And in left field, I see that being a platoon with Kyle Schwarber and uh, Ben Zobrist. Yeah, 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 man. Um, you know, the Cubs, they got, they, got a, they got a couple different lineups that they can play with. Um, man, dude, I like, I like Javi. I like Javi Baez, though. Man, Javi Baez, you know, he showed, he showed a lot last year. You know, kind of the fact that, you know, nobody really knew that he can be, you know, that power hitter, that guy that can um, hit cleanup. But, you know, he definitely proved it last year. He did. And I do see him being a guy that's either uh, – I see him as the number two hitter. And then I see Kyle Schwaber leading off. And he and Ben Zobris splitting those duties. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that too. Um, Kyle Schwaber is one of those other guys, you know, kind of like that Cardinals lineup. You know where you know I have him actually hitting um, six, but you know he can definitely swap those duties with Ben Zobris. Yeah, since Kyle Schwarber can't hit lefties, which is still disappointing, but if he can develop hitting lefties, he's going to be a fantastic hitter. Definitely, yeah, definitely, no doubt about it. And then, uh, and then the dumb offseason move for the Cubs, not nothing really. I mean, I think. I think the, with the Cubs, I think they still got the same exact team that still can win, that still can compete. And uh, when, I, when I look at their bullpen, I do see uh, Carl Edwards Jr. being the closer. Yeah, this whole, uh, you know, these whole NL Central, it seems like they kind of, uh, you know, they stayed, they stayed, you know, they stayed out of the headlines. But, you know, they have the same team and, you know, all of these guys, you know, have been competing for the last couple of years. And, you know, I believe they all can still make a run in the playoffs. So, you know, no dumb moves, but, um, you know, a couple of key signings uh, like, you know, the Brewers and Mike Moustakis and the Cardinals and Goldschmidt. So, um, you know, and then the Cubs, they added a couple of uh, relieving pitchers, you know, to their uh, bullpen. So, you know, no, 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 really dumb moves, which is uh, really good. And now that being said, I'll, I'm going to tell you my lineup for the Chicago Cubs. I have leading off and playing left field is 
the split between Kyle Schwarber and Ben Zobras. Batting second is the shortstop, Javi Baez. Batting third is the first baseman, Anthony Rizzo. Batting fourth is the third baseman, Chris Bryant. Batting fifth is the right fielder, Jason Hayward. Batting sixth is the catcher, Wilson Contreras. And then batting seventh, the shortstop, Addison Russell. And then batting eighth in center field, Albert Amara Jr. And when it, with that being said, my breakout player for the Chicago Cubs this year is Albert Almara Jr. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'll get back to that. I'll go through my lineup first. Um, I actually have um, I don't actually have Jason Hayward in this uh, in this first in this first lineup. You know, and you know that's that like that's all right because the Cubs can kind of play with this. But um, I got Ben Zobris leading off the Ben Zobris Kyle Schwarber, you know, duo um, leading off in first. I got Chris Bryant actually batting second at third base. I got Anthony Rizzo at first base batting third. Um, because of the power we seen from Javi Baez last year, I have him batting cleanup um, at short. I got Wilson Contreras um, behind the plate batting fifth. I got Kyle Schwarber batting sixth. Um, I got Ian Happ at second batting seventh. And, you know, obviously once Addison Russell comes back, you know, he'll take that uh, – position and then um eighth I got Albert Almora and I believe he's gonna be their really breakout player. Um he's been doing you know he's been training like crazy this off season and I believe I believe he at least wins a gold glove this year. Yeah he's gonna be he's gonna make a he's gonna make entertaining plays in center field. And that's why that's why I predict that's why Albert Almora Jr. is the guy that I think is gonna be the breakout star for the Cubs. And I, I, I do think when it comes to the starting staff, expect John Lester to be the opening day starter. But do you agree with me about Carl Edwards Jr. being the closer for the for the Cubs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because for the most part, um, you know, he's been he's been really consistent. And, you know, I remember, you know, I remember when he first, you know, when he first started. I mean, he was, you know, he he was kinda like one of those raw talent guys. And, you know, now he's kind of developed into um, a more consistent guy. So I definitely um, look at him to be the um, closing pitcher for this year and years to come. Absolutely. So now that being said, um, look, we're going to do the Reds and Pirates season previews on our part two of the MLB segment. So um, the Dodgers and Marlins have spring training games tomorrow. So now with spring training happening, with the Dodgers, other breakout pieces that come to mind that you shouldn't sleep on is Dylan Floro, Pedro Baez out of the bullpen. Alex Verdugo is going to have a big year for the Dodgers. And also for the Marlins, don't sleep on Curtis Granderson. I mean, Curtis Granderson's a guy that's going to be a good veteran piece to this young core. And I think, I do think that Curtis Granderson will be making that opening day roster. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to, uh, you know, say that he won't because of, you know, the young guys and he can kind of be that veteran um, piece that plugs in there. You know, he's still a consistent hitter. You know, at least, you know, at least he'll give you maybe a 270, 280 and, you know, a couple of home runs. But um, I definitely see him, you know, there on opening day. Um, but, you know, we'll see, you know, we'll see. He can kind of, you know, tutor some of the young guys like, uh, you know, like Lewis Brinson. So we'll see. Yeah, and that was a good pickup for the Marlins on the short term because now I think Derek Jeter just completed his uh, fire sale 
and and now the Marlins farm system should be loading up pretty soon. Yeah, 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 man. That's the, the like that's the real interesting part. And then uh, and then with that with that being said, do you agree with some of the picks I had for the Dodgers and their sleeper picks for their breakout stars? Oh yeah, yeah, easily. And now uh, with that being said, uh, stay right here. We're gonna do part two of the MLB segment in just a minute.